Welcome to GRE Snacks, snackable episodes about the GRE exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable GRE course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout. Now, let's get started. Today, we've got Melody Jones from Vantage Point MBA Admissions Consulting with us. Melody, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your company, that would be great. Absolutely. Thank you, Tyler, for having me on today. I'm very excited to be here. Um, so, like you said, I'm the co-founder of Vantage Point MBA Admissions Consulting, and our team advises and coaches applicants to the top MBA programs in the U.S. and Europe. And so what that means is that young professionals who are applying to the top programs, maybe they're still studying for the GRE or for the GMAT, and they come on board with us to help coach them through every piece of the application process from developing your career goals and your story to writing amazing essays to interview prep. And so we, we really serve as a co-pilot and a thought partner throughout the application process and helping ensure that you maximize your chances of getting accepted to your dream school. Yeah. And so something that uh, is maybe a fun topic is why you should and shouldn't get an MBA, right? And maybe something that you talk to some people about in your, you know, if you're doing like, for lack of a better word, kind of like an entrance interview or some kind of like first point, right? That's right, yeah. I think, the you know, the easiest one maybe is to start with the why you should get an MBA because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all we're all here to support you getting your uh, going to your dream school or just like if your dream is getting an MBA in general. Um, so what are the good reasons? And I mean, there's I think maybe we start with the with kind of the obvious reasons yep. and then maybe go into the unexpected and less obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think one of the the two main reasons that people are interested in business school and the two i'll say you know good reasons why you should con- consider going to business school is mm-hmm. one if you want to make a pretty significant career pivot um you know that's a reason why a lot of our clients come to us and, and are looking to go to business school that's why i personally went to business school um, was because i wanted to sort of make a switch in my career and i knew that business school was going to be a great platform to kind of ease that transition. That's one. And I think the other piece of it too is folks that are looking to really kind of supercharge their, their upward momentum in, in a career or an industry that they're in that they already love um, and that really values the MBA, right? So finance, for example, venture capital, private equity, um, you know, those are great sort of starting points early on in your career. But ultimately, when you kind of look at who the, the top dogs are at any of these firms, they have almost all have MBAs. And so for someone that's looking to sort of aim for one of those top positions or maybe even to launch their own firm someday, um, getting that MBA is, is going to be a really big part of getting that credibility and, and sort of um, checking that box. So those are two really great reasons why an MBA would make sense. Um, you know, there's others too, right? Like, oh, I want to make more money. I mean, it's, you know, that's the fact, right? After business school, the, the roles that MBAs are hired into, um, you know, typically pay quite a bit better than, than sort of pre-MBA entry-level roles. Um, and then I think another obvious reason, too, is, you know, people want to um, build their networks and, and meet sort of a new crop of, of people that they're not exposed to, either because they just, you know, they're in a more sort of niche industry or they've been at the same company their whole career or just more broadly looking to 
to meet people who who come from a lot of different backgrounds and you know cultures and everything that kind of right. comes with that diversity. Well, I can imagine, I mean, even as somebody who lived in um San Francisco, which like San Francisco is obviously um uh, a city with a lot of very intelligent and motivated and like dynamic and interesting people. Um one of the reasons I looked at business school, I ended up not I ended up just doing a career switch instead <laughs> and just right. not not doing the business school step of it, but um, one of the other reasons I was looking at it was because it's a way to find a group of your peers, both kind of intellectually and in terms of like motivation and, and things like that, that, um, uh, is not necessarily obvious, even when you're already in a, in a city like San Francisco, it, you know, it's still kind of hard to find like a sort of a professional network of your peers in that way. Um, and then, you know, if you're living somewhere that's like a smaller city or just like a, you know, not like one of the major centers of like the industry that you're in, oftentimes it is one of the only ways you can get a professional network in that field that you're looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think for, for anyone that's kind of in the early stages of their career, their, their networks are either sort of constrained by undergrad right? Or sort of the geographic bubble that they're in. And even in, like you said, in a big city like New York or San Francisco, you know, you're still going to sort of be surrounded by generally like-minded people that are kind of in a similar place than you. And then you go to business school and all of a sudden, you know, the, the circumference of that circle has just like tripled or quadrupled because all of a sudden, you know, people from different countries and just completely different backgrounds. Like, you know, in my class, there, there was an architect, right? Someone that, you know, had worked in some very different industries and jobs pre-MBA. Pre All of a sudden you come together over this common desire to, you know, to grow and to learn, but to also have these experiences together and to really learn to, to harness a diversity of perspectives and, um, and experiences in a, in a new way. Yeah. And I, I think that reminded me of another thing that is probably an, a difference between both graduate school and undergrad, but also MBA versus undergraduate MBA or business administration degrees is that um, you're getting people that really want to be there, right? You're taking, you know, call it two years out of your job and then also an additional $200,000 in tuition. Then you got to pay rent and everything else. You know, the all in cost is quite high. Um, so you're not going to have people like you had an undergrad that kind of roll into class one day a week to turn in their homework or are, you know, playing Minecraft in the back. Like people are actually going to be really engaged and, or at least they should be. Um, and everybody there is going to be, you know, it, it, I think part of being in a productive and, uh, in an environment that a productive environment and environment you can grow is having all the peers that you're with to be on the same page, right? Both at a Absolutely. job and in school. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You said that, you know, so well. Um, and I think, you know, it, it goes also beyond just friendships and relationships, right? I mean, those are beautiful. Those enrich your quality of life. Um, and you know, there, there's absolutely, you know, no downside to having more friends and more relationships, especially with a lot of different kinds of people. But I think, you know, on top of that, when you think about how the network is going to sort of help you and propel you professionally, 
you know, then all of a sudden you're like opening up a whole different can of worms, right? Like if you want to start a business and, you know, some people do this in business school, but some people, you know, pursue a more traditional route for the first two, three, four years after business school and then decide to start a business, which is what I did personally, all of a sudden, you know, you have this, you know, arsenal of people that you can tap into to say, hey, I don't know how to do this, but you're doing that. So, you know, what can you share with me to help me with digital marketing or, you know, I'm in over my head on sort of the, the corporate finance piece of my business. Like, you know, do you know a fractional CFO that I can hire and bring on, right? All of a sudden you have all these different people that, you could, that have expertises that might be gaps in your own skill set or experience that you can bring in. Um, and make sure that you're kind of going over those humps and going up the learning curve as quickly as you can. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, these are all great things, right? And I think yeah. most of the people that are listening probably already either want to go to business school or have thought about it um, right. in a pretty positive light. But before we switch to the why you maybe shouldn't, <laughs> um, I'm, there, is there anything else you want to say on the positive side? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there's so much to say, <laughs> obviously I'm, you know, a huge advocate and proponent of an MBA. Um, it's why I, why I do what I do, but, you know, I think a couple of the things that kind of stand out from the conversations that I have with my clients when they're kind of thinking about, you know, business school or not business school and sort of how should I be thinking about the value I'll be getting out of this. And, and one of them um, that I'll just point out right now is option value. Um, you know, option value in your career and, and option value in so many different ways. Um, you know, a business school degree by design, an MBA by design is not, you know, a very specific tailored degree in an area, right? It's not, you know, a master's in finance, for example. You know, what you get out of business school is a general management education where you learn a little bit about all the different areas of business. And yes, of course, you have the opportunity to sort of hone in and, and gain more depth of ex expertise or knowledge in a certain area, but generally speaking, you're learning a little bit about a lot so that you can then go out there in the marketplace, in the job market, and have a really powerful transferable skill set that can take you in a lot of different directions. And so ultimately, you know, for example, you know, if you are, look at all, you know, the folks that recently have gotten laid off in tech, right? If you have an MBA, I guarantee you that as you're kind of thinking about what your next steps are, you're going to have more options that you can pursue and that are viable and that are attractive to you than someone that maybe has spent their entire career in tech and is kind of saying, okay, what's next for me? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, um, you know, if you've gotten laid off from any job, it's also like it, it's a reasonable kind of next step to take as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, we're seeing a lot of folks in that situation right now that are interested in business school, um, you know, to apply in the fall or even the few folks that are applying in the last round here for the for the um, for the class that will start in the fall of 2023 for that exact reason, right? Is it they had, a lot of times those people that had thought about an MBA previously and just the timing didn't feel right and now all of a sudden the timing feels very right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 So um then let's talk about why you shouldn't get an MBA, right? I think yeah. that it's important to also like present that perspective because there are a lot of costs. 
Absolutely. <laughs> and there's just like other, cheap. there's other things to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think I'll, I'll start with a few sort of high level reasons and then we can drill down a little bit into more specific instances. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but I think, I think a lot of times folks are sort of contemplating an MBA because they think it's what they should do. Right. Maybe their parents told them that they should be doing it or they're like, well, you know, I'm supposed to do it because that's just the next step in my path. Right. Or my company sponsoring me. So I'm going to go get an MBA because it's free. Right. And, you know, that might be an okay starting point. But I think unless you're really willing to do the work and to think about, okay, but really, why am I doing this and how am I going to get the most out of it? And what am I going to bring to the table also? Right. It's not just a take relationship it's a give and take mm-hmm. um you know if, if that's not something that you're at a, at willing to do or in a position to do either right now or, or down the road then you know an mba is probably not going to be for you because like you said earlier tyler you know business schools are comprised of students that really want to be there and that really want to invest in the experience that makes everyone's experience better mm-hmm. um so that's sort of well, one i think too the other yeah, I, I was going to say the other thing, too, is that um, it's it's not like going to be that it's not going to be worth the money if you're going home at five every day after class. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. it, it really needs to be kind of an all in experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it is a holistic experience. Um, you know, I think another reason to, you know, not so great reason to get an MBA and maybe you shouldn't is just if you hate your job, right? And you want to break, you're like, well, I don't really like what I'm doing right now. And I figure I'll go to business school and figure out what's next. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, that's not to say that you might not start off your sort of MBA journey there, but, you know, business school should never be somewhere that you, you go to because you're running away from something you don't like. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, you, know, you should really be looking to business school as a solution, as a platform to take you where you want to go. Um, and so, you know, not thinking of an MBA is just like, you know, a really expensive job placement service, um, mm-hmm. and really kind of thinking of it as, as, you know, a holistic experience and something that's going to uplevel you in so many ways. Um, you know, taking the time to really reflect on what it is that you want and where you want to go. And then if the MBA fits into it, then great, but don't just use it to sort of get away from a job you hate or, you know, <laughs> try to pad your resume. Right. Well, it's also like you said, you should have a purpose for going there, right? Mm-hmm. This is what the grad, the application uh, readers are going to want to see anyway. They don't want to hear about how you're excited to have two years, you know, without to party. meetings. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they don't want to hear about how you don't like your old job and you're ready for a new job necessarily. They want to hear about like what you're excited for. Yeah. Like what's the next thing? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, and I was going to say just one other thing too is, um, you know, MBAs aren't sort of looked upon or valued in the same way in all industries. Um, You know, I think they're almost like a a borderline requirement in some and like barely seen in others. And so, you know, I think if you're in an industry that doesn't necessarily value the MBA and you want to stay there, right, you love what you're doing. And you, you know, you really kind of see yourself going there long term and you're not worried about, oh, you know, in 10 years, I might want to change my mind and do something different. Then, 
you know, maybe it's not going to be a good use of your time to go get an MBA, right? Because then you're giving up, like you said, two years of salary. You're spending a whole lot of money. You have, you know, the opportunity cost. And then, you know, where is it going to put you on the other side? Um, yeah. You know? And, and you will have to leave your current job. Exactly. Right? Yep. Sometimes yeah, you can risk. go back, but it's there's not risk always to sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just if you really like your current job or your, your mm-hmm. current job's got you on a really good trajectory. Yeah. Right. Then like sometimes, it's, I mean, those things uh, are not necessarily easy to come by. Right. Like I think right. definitely I've had friends who, you know, their first job at college and their second job at college, like they kind of like hit their, you know, get a promotion every year, like get a payment up every year. Everybody thinks you're great. And they just thought that was what it was like to go to work because they were awesome. And then they landed at a job that was like, Oh, this is why people complain about this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And and so like, if you're in a place that has a good trajectory for you already, you know, that don't discount that either. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I had a client I actually worked with a couple of years ago. You just jogged my memory. Um, we actually went through the entire application process together. He got into his top choice school. He was really happy. And then he ended up getting the job or a job in like the, the space, the venture capital space that he was targeting post MBA. Um, and so, you know, all of a sudden we had a conversation of like, Hey, I kind of already accomplished what I said I was going to do after business school. I think I'm going to not go to business school and just take that job. and see it through and then maybe I'll get an executive MBA down the road or something if I still feel like I want that sort of experience and that up leveling in my leadership skills. And you know, I think he made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for him, you know, he knew what he wanted. He was very focused. He was able to get there without the MBA. Um mm-hmm. and I think it was the right call for him. Well right, because every um the the key cost is the opportunity cost, right? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, most people who are getting a high-end MBA will probably see their net earnings increase by more than the 200000 it costs. Oh, 100%. 100%, yeah. yes. So yes. It's, it's like, yeah, you're kind of like paying it forward. Mm-hmm. But um, the opportunity cost can be really big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that was a conversation I had with him was like, okay, so you have this great opportunity on your lap now. If you turn it down to go back to business school – you know, then you have to go through the recruiting process all over again, um, mm-hmm. you know, and would you be able to, you know, maybe land a role in, I don't know, like a higher like caliber firm or something like that, you know, maybe, maybe not, but there was more risk mm-hmm. in that decision. And I think for him, you just felt really good about the offer that he had. And, um, and so he didn't get the MBA and I don't know if he ever will, but it right. was uh, yeah, it was the right decision for him, and I think everyone's sort of got to look at their own situation and and figure out your goals first. I think that's the most important thing, and then think about how the MBA fits into those, or or maybe doesn't. Right. Yeah, and um, I think that that's really the key to kind of tie it all together. And I guess just do you have any final thoughts on why you should or should not get an MBA? You know, I think the other the other piece of it is just you know, talk to a lot of folks about their decisions to get an MBA. Um, You know, I think it's really easy to kind of retreat into yourself and say, okay, so like, what do I want? And thinking about the pros and cons and going into analysis paralysis mode. But I think talking to others, both people that did get an MBA or maybe those that didn't, right? And how they thought about that decision 
it's just really helpful to understand how a lot of different people thought about the decision and ultimately sort of bring all of those different pieces together so that you can reach your own best decision for you. And, and that decision is going to be different for everyone. Right. Exactly. Great. This has been GRE Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Melody Jones from Vantage Point MBA Admissions Consulting. And Achievable has a great online GRE course that you can try for free by visiting achievable.me. Be sure to use the code podcast to save 10%.